Soul Filler Diaries is here to meet you wherever you are on your life path. Life is like a mountain trail with ups and downs, twists and turns. It is most fulfilling when you follow the path best suited for you and find the beauty along the way. We hope to be relatable, inspiring, and leave you with healthier minds, bodies, and wallets. Join me in conversations with guests that intend to fill our souls and help us all along our path to living an abundant life. All right, here we are, the final episode of Soul Filler Diaries Season 1. Sitting here with me today is Trent Diverter, our producer. And we were just chatting about like, how did we get here? It started about a year ago. We like I floated the idea and then we started meeting, I think, in January to really dive into the planning. But it's crazy that we're here already. Yeah. How does it feel for you to say the last episode of Season 1? It's like, I, I really just go like, wow, like I, di- I did a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's fun that just conceptualizing what this would look like and having that all build and then to be here until I was looking back, um, you know, on my Instagram page, I have each of the highlights is the picture of who was in that episode. And I'm like, wow, like I know some pretty cool people. <laughs> yes, you so, do. And the fact that they were willing to take time out of their lives to come and do this with me and support me like that is like so cool. Such such a cool thing. Yeah. yeah. While we're here this last episode, we're reflecting on things. You might as well keep your same format. You know so many folks and you love bringing people together. So I got to talk with some of your listeners and a lot of them, I think, want to know more about what your journey, what this has really been like for you, because you've brought in some great conversations, brought some great questions, but no one's ever really flipped the questions on you. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Um, So you want to hear a little bit about the journey personally for me? Well, and I, I think let's let's keep it in, like we can just do it in terms of soul filler diaries. But how did this like journey even begin for you from your perspective? Oh, wow. I don't even know. I can't I don't know if I can even really say why I wanted to do this originally. When I met you and Sheila through the um, Snohomish Storytellers recordings that you guys were doing here, I guess it was it just sparked something. And I'm like, I want to do this. And I don't even really know why. And I think we talk about that, like on the first episode, I I really don't know why or what I'm wanting to get out of it. But like I said, in my podcast with Kate, there was just like, I needed to hear like every single one of these words of advice was like, I mean, I feel like I could put them on. I like, we should probably print them on these soundboards, right? Like, because they're going to be, you know, like, I'd love to have them in front of me every day to help me like guide my decisions and find my center and all of that. So I think personally, for me, there's there was a lot of growth in this year. And somehow, you know, these connections, and these messages, I needed, right? Oh, man, like, I don't know, (laughs) you know, how to really define exactly kind of what I'm thinking here. But when I started this, I was like, okay, I I really did, I think, plan to share more of my story and who I was, right? And, uh, and I know you've been like, you haven't really done a lot of that, Brandy, like, but I've been able to like other people have done that, like it's been through these other people that things have been shared. But I think when I started more, it's like, you know, there's things with just giving people hope, like, you know, we all go through hard things and giving people ways to cope and just knowing that, you know, you can come out of it because 
I think we haven't talked a lot about like my early, you know, days. And I was in a really kind of abusive early marriage when I was really young, which impacted me. And then learning to have self-confidence after that was like really hard. So in some ways, like this experience has been empowering for me even now. But when I look at my life now compared to then, it was funny because I was out um, with an agent and her mom last night delivering closing gifts to a client. And I started telling like some of my story and I was like, man, this, the, you know, where I was, you know, 29 years ago, as opposed to where I am today. Like I want other women to hear that and be like, if you're at that low of low, if you're in a situation there is a way out, you know, and I don't know, not even just that, but other so many other things through the years, lessons or obstacles I've had to overcome, you know, I think the episodes or the words of advice from Soul Filler Diaries, like, would help people through or would have helped me through, right? And maybe the reflection that we are enough, I am enough, right? And that's something like I'm still learning. <laughs> but yeah, I think financial struggles, relationship struggles, fam familial struggles. I think that is, they're also very human experiences that go across, you know, everybody is dealing with something. It's just, as you could hear through everybody that came in, like what people are struggling might look different. It might sound different. And what may seem like a privileged problem is still could be like a really, a really difficult time. So you know, just hearing the different stories and reflecting back on that, how as humans, we all, we all go through struggles and overcome obstacles. And so to hear all these people and what they've done to, you know, overcome and where they're at today, because of what they persevered is, is pretty cool. And I hope that out there, people have heard that and it's somehow inspiring to them. It just has a little meaning to you as to why you got this started. Yes. Oh, yeah. So I just thought that was like, how long was that? Like five minutes of me going no, but I think that's <laughs> that's the point. And I think that shows your growth through this podcast. Right. Like you, we sat down and we had this conversation almost a year ago, right? When right. we first started talking about this. And yes. you went over a lot of this with me. And then when we got going, there was so much of that, I think, concern and not knowing, right? And trying something new, right? The discomfort mm -hmm. that comes with trying something new. Mm -hmm. And when you talk about growth, the things that you originally started this with, why you started this, the background, you wouldn't quite share. Right. You, you just right. wasn't quite there. That comfortability, that acknowledgement. Right. To where you've grown. Yeah, that's, and, and I do think I have grown because I think when I started too, I was a little bit scared of like, do I really share fully who I am? Is everybody going to love fully who I am? And I'm like, I feel like now I feel like it doesn't really matter because as long as I can embrace and love who I am, if I'm putting that out to the world, some, there's like a thing that said, like I was reading recently, like if you're not putting out the, your true self into the world, you're attracting like the wrong people around you, right? So if you want to attract the people that do connect with you and do, you know, your story resonates with them or you have to really be your authentic self. So throughout this, I feel like I have, I feel more and more empowered to really be my authentic self and live a life that I choose. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you were looking for, Trent? <laughs> no, I just, I, I, I think... Everyone's been wanting to hear more your reflection, your connection, your journey. Like, why Why did you really start this? And I think that's where a lot of that, mm -hmm. 
you just put it out there and yeah kudos to you like that's oh. that growth of you of being able to you said it perfectly right letting yeah. you finally understanding your true self and letting your true self out right. there and sometimes I think there's fear to share our stories because like I look back and I'm like I haven't always been a perfect person like I've made bad decisions right so I own those pieces of those decisions I've made Sometimes when you're telling your story, you also don't want to implicate other people because they're all on their own journey. So in somehow just making it about me and what I've learned and, you know, like the growth, the confidence and like that, just the maybe a little bit of self-acceptance is huge. And I think kind of reflecting on something you said a little earlier, you talked about Sorry, it's jumping around a little bit. No, but no, you're good. I think something you said earlier is, is really cool. And, and I think it resonates well with you, too, mm-hmm. is how every, like you said, all these different people, all these different backgrounds, mm-hmm. different problems on the outside. Mm-hmm. But you can find such a common theme between all of these words of wisdom, right? Yes. Like everyone you can almost tie back after, like they all tie back into yes, each other. Yes. So I, I think that's the other cool part is like, the folks that you brought in, I don't mm-hmm. know, maybe it's a more global thing. I guess we'll have to do a season two to find out. <laughs> but there's that seems to be that connectedness be, between those solutions. And I don't I don't know what how, how do you interpret that? And yeah, how does it's, that it's funny you? because I did not expect that. I did not expect each of the words of advice to really be tying back into the same theme, which is authentic self. You know, what is it like the power in the pause and, you know, the quiet, quieting the noise and the you know, it's really about slowing down and having that inner reflection or just creating space, you know, and then embracing what you really hear when you do that. So that I would not, you, you could not, when we were, have, you know, started to really do the planning in January, I, there's no way I would have guessed that would happen. It's like, wow, this is just really, it goes back to, it's just really universal for all of us. It's like pretty simple and universal. Well, maybe it's a little more than universal too. Because I, th- I don't know if it's universal or it goes back to what you said, right? You, mm-hmm. However you act as you draw those people. Yeah, you attract that. And you just talked about how you've kind of gone through that journey of yeah. finding yourself. And you just, you said self, like authentic self in that. Right. So it's like you were attracting these people because you needed that help. That's what I needed. Yeah. And I do believe, you know, and this is one of the things like, you know, how, you know, what do, when you talk about your own true true beliefs and not like how much do you put out there but I really do believe like in the power of the universe and like when you put out you get back and not always in the ways that you would anticipate right but I feel like when you do put out effort and you know you do get back from the universe and this I do feel like is a gift really truly this has been so cool and I feel like the whole thing like we talk about too is how on our paths they can change with like one interaction and how like you and I talking about this project has spurned this like huge growth and looking back and I'm like okay like one I did a thing it's like something I'm proud of not that you know like I think it's you know I'm saying I'm all that or the show's all that but that I set this goal and I accomplished it I'm a box checker too. So to say like, okay, we did this and I can like go, I did this and I completed this. I'm accomplished this. This like really feeds my soul. The other thing is throughout all the stories, everybody's paths, you know, something happened that they couldn't have expected. And I was at a networking event and talking to someone last night and she said the same thing. 
tell myself five years ago that this is what my life would look like, I never would have believed you. And it's not necessarily like money or anything like that. It's like the direction your life is taking and the passions that you're pursuing, you know? So yeah, pretty cool. So with Soul Filler Diaries, I mean, you had way too many great guests on here. Like I, I learned so much. It was super fun to meet everyone. And I, it's funny. I still see, we'll uh, be watching Panthers games every so often. I'll be like, <laughs> I know that guy. <laughs> So they're they're doing well. I talked to Michaela this weekend. You know, they're due to have their next oh baby right. next month. So oh she's kind of in a sail through the holidays, just looking forward to that new yeah. little one coming. So exciting times for them. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So like, I guess where I'm trying to go with that is thank you as well for letting me par- be part of this journey. Oh, yeah. Everything that you've been able to open up and kind of connect me with and, and help me in so many ways, like it's been so invaluable. So it, it's just know you're not the only one that I know being me being part of this has yeah. really helped me grow a lot and given me some really cool, memorable experiences. I love, that. As well. I love that. And also, I think when we started out, it was like, this is going to be a journey for you too. And like defining what your business maybe will look like or kind of trial and error on what works and what doesn't work. So how do you feel about like where you're at after this experience? I mean, it's, it's been great. Like, I, I feel like we have such a kind of system down that mm-hmm. it's come out like easy for me like yeah. the, the heart the, the thing that's like mentally I still struggle with is like spending that much time just editing yeah but that's what that's what it's for right that's that's why I'm here and that's that's, what, that's the money air quotes money making part of it that's the time consuming part of it that yeah people pay me for right, is, right. Is doing that so it's been great to experience that I have such a system that I've, I have another podcast going so I'm running three now in style mm-hmm. and I've been able to connect with a lot of thanks to you a lot of other customers for different sides of my business mm-hmm. like literally I can tie almost every customer I have back to you oh that's so cool like I love that and you know Wendy was one of the guests we had that's a real people connector and I think that's so cool. So I love to do that. So if I could help connect the dots or, you know, build those relationships, I think that's awesome. And I'm hoping that other guests on the show feel like they benefited too, because they did give their time. They gave vulnerability that maybe, you know, they weren't really comfortable with. So I hope in some way it can help everybody build connections that helps them build their business. Yeah, it'd be fun to, when we post this one, see how it, your guests, as well as anyone that's listened, how they've grown throughout yeah. this season. Oh, too. that would be super cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just curious because I agree it's been a lot and you talked about so much growth and things, but I, I kind of want to know for you, what have been your biggest highlights or your most memorable moments from this journey? Oh, wow. That's tough. I would say... Actually, some of the most memorable are the some of the feedback I got from unexpected places, people that listened and connected that I wouldn't have expected them to that, you know, for some reason, whatever they were going through in their life, they needed to hear these messages as well. And so for me, that was like, I, I feel like when I started, I'm like, if, he, if only one person like benefits from what they're hearing, like it's worth it to me. So to hear that, like multiple people have resonated with our stories and messages we've shared is, I think that's the biggest thing for me. Yeah. It's being able to inspire others, which is super cool. <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. That is, that is super cool. I didn't know about all those. Yeah. And I hope it continues to live on. And I think that's the really cool part of a podcast or, you know, like we talked about the other art forms of, you know, books and movies and is that they can live on, right? So hopefully these messages will continue to maybe be inspiring to others. Yeah, because like you said, it's 
maybe you didn't set up it the way I interpret it, right? Like it's all in those different points of life, right? So someone yeah. right now is like, doesn't make sense, but a couple years from now, they're just searching. I need something to fill my soul. Right. Hey, what's this? Yeah, <laughs> that'd be so cool. And I, I did think that I would be more, that's the other thing that's been good for me is I thought I would be more insecure with the episodes going out, you know, like, uh, what are people going to think? And I think that's some of the other growth or another takeaway is that I'm like, again, whoever it's going to resonate with and they can listen and whoever doesn't want to listen or whoever casts judgment, that's totally their right in their space. And that's okay. Like, but I'm still going to put this out there. And that is a huge growth area for me because, you know, it is not easy to put yourself out there. I think, you know, some people have said like, you know, I'm just like, I couldn't do that. And I'm like, it is not easy. So even though I'm doing it and it sounds like everything's good, it's it is still like you have that like insecurity. Yeah. Well, and I feel like for you, too, because you don't actually have to hit the press button of mm-hmm. like publish because mm-hmm. I do that. Yeah. I, oh, it makes it so much easier. Right. It changes that perspective and, and dynamic. And I and I 100 percent trust you to like edit it to make me sound good. But also like I know that it's like because you're doing the edits and I trust you to cut and paste and do whatever that whatever you put out there is going to be quality. And so that is huge. I mean, I don't know how people do it that have to like record and edit and do all that by themselves because it's it really is so labor intensive. And so really, I've just got to do the fun part, you know, it's just talk to people. So, oh, and, and I think for you, it's also been some of the most challenging stuff is having these conversations, facing some of those I, I kind of want to say emotions, feelings, but it's mm-hmm. like you have them, but like just having those open conversations about mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. So some ways easy and other ways, maybe not because you're having that was public. Yeah, those exactly. Inner thoughts come out to the public. Yeah, and that's where the insecurity comes in. But it's like there's so much I get so much like joy from those interactions. I think the first time we met and we talked about I think it must have been. No, it was the first time we were going to go re- do our test record in March, I think. And we had just come off. I had just come off of um, having this reunion with a bunch of people I've worked with for, you know, 25 years and also reconnecting with all my friends from Australia. One guy went on a mission to reconnect us all because I was an exchange student to Australia when I was 15 and 16. And those friendships were so cool. And they're from all over the world, you know, like everywhere, Panama, Norway, I have friends I have to go see, I have trips now. (laughs) But one guy went on a mission to connect us all. And that spurred me to like, go get some boxes down from the closet. And I was able to do this reflection of like who I am through who I was, which through years of like chaos of raising kids and, you know, not dealing with the traumas I'd been through, kind of stifling everything. I I didn't remember that, you know, I started doing some trauma therapy the last four years. And through that, I started writing poetry and doing different things. And when I went back through those boxes from that time, I'm like, I used to write poetry. I didn't remember that. Like, I didn't remember who I am now is who sh- who I was then. Like I'm still that same person. And, but somehow in that 20, 25 year period, like I lost myself a little bit. And so it was so cool to have those reconnections and like, remember, get down and see these memories, these cool things, like these letters I wrote, the poems I wrote, the music I was into. It's funny because I found this uh, Dwight Yoakam tape cassette thing that I had saved. And I found, uh, this is so funny, my very first concert was Midnight Oil in Melbourne. So cool. I found a piece of paper that had a phone number (laughs) 
on it still that I got at the concert, like in perfect condition. Like it was just so fun to go back and reconnect with memories and people and realize like how much those people had impacted my life. Like that 15, 16 year old period, you know, you're kind of sheltered with whatever your home life was like. So getting out of that and being able to like see the world and see different perspectives is there was so much growth and cool experiences in that. And then the this work family that I had starting, you know, in the late 90s, like they were also such a big influential part of my life. You know, I think I started crying at that point because like those connections with those people, they give me so much. They feed me so much. And just knowing that that's I need that. I need people. Yeah, I remember that day because you came in and with just a different energy into doing this. Mm -hmm. Like you were just like, I don't know what it was like one of the last ones we got together trying to figure out a name or something. You were like starting to lose that energy. You're like, oh, my gosh, what am I signing up for? But after you came in, you were just like overfilled with joy. And you're like, I know I'm doing this. Yes, because I get so much from other people. And the more people I can connect with, the more fulfilled I am, which then I feel like with the whole universe thing, you pass that forward, you pay that forward, that energy spreads. And through this channel, like I can, you know, help pay that forward. Yeah, that's a little bit more of of who I am. Well, I'm curious now. I think you've touched on some of it. What's been the biggest challenge with this season? You know, we set out the timeline and our format. I think I felt bad sometimes because the timing for you, there's a couple times where because of scheduling and because of when we could get people in, we had to maybe adjust for a change in somebody else's perspective or schedule. Then we had to morph. So I think there was learnings as far as like how we organized it, how we scheduled it, maybe not pushing the timeline so much for you. So that was different than I expected because like two weeks flies by. So when we're airing every two weeks, it's like, I think at the beginning, the first one was great because we had four done for our initial launch on June 1st and we had time to do those. So in retrospect, I probably would go back and do more pre-recording. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? It's one of those things like there was the one day that was really tough just because I was like coming back from a trip and then yeah. it was like we had to kind of adjust last minute, like as I the day I was getting back or the day after I was getting back. But other than that, like it's funny, like for you, it's a challenging thing. I'm just like, I can't even remember most of it just because I'm like, that's what we had to do. Yeah. I got yeah. it done and I could sit down and, and, but and just like, do it. I mean, the late nights you had to work. So I would feel bad about that piece. Wait, I, well, that's an assumption you make. I, be, that's you true. Put in the I, I know. Don't, I'm more of a morning person. So I actually yeah. would usually get up early and just get them done. And like one okay. of those days when I was really focused and I know we had a lot going, I'd have most of them that's done awesome. before Thank lunch. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. you. So that's like, I do probably, that's something my friends always say, like you put too much weight in that, you know, but I'm glad it, you didn't feel that as heavily as I did. And then I think the other thing was there were definitely blocks and I know you felt them when I just wasn't really open. And there's a couple times where like I have to figure out how to kind of like let down my walls a little bit because I felt them there. I felt them like built up and that I wasn't really being fully vulnerable and open. And even though I wanted to be like, how do I get there? So I think that was another struggle is like learning how to get myself to a place where I could feel like in the right mindset to record. You said you got to talk to some listeners. Yeah. And maybe some other guests that kept listening. Okay. How did that go? It was good. Yeah. For me, it, it's weird because it's just like, it's become second nature to me, right? Like this isn't 
mystical, magical anymore. This yeah. is just what I do. But for so many other people that have never done podcast or mm-hmm. anything like this, they're just like, yeah, talking about the experience overall and then just talking about how you taking that jump and effort. And it's like mm-hmm. it's there's effort that goes into setting it up. Mm-hmm. But then once we get into it, it's just I don't know that that's a perspective that I, I guess I've kind of lost is that magic, I, I guess I'll say of it. And yeah. it was cool to hear how they even the guests were like, it was a cool experience. It, yeah. I mean, it was one of your guests was on a couple other podcasts and decided to start his own. It was mm-hmm. so great of an mm-hmm. experience. So I, I think that's been one of the cool parts, too, is hearing about that from all the guests is mm-hmm. they really do appreciate it. They appreciate you and, and the experience that you provided and create on this show mm-hmm. on, on this platform is it's different and it's noticeable to people. Right. It's not mm-hmm. just something. So, yeah, I, I think that's big things that I've kind of learned and, and heard. Yeah, that's awesome. And hopefully even, you know, like I've I've had the episode after episode, I've gotten to have that experience. But even having like maybe one episode where they're really doing, they're listening to their own story and they're going through what they've overcome and how they've got to where they are today. Like maybe there's some more self-love there and introspection and growth for them as well, hopefully. Yeah. Well, any other challenges with this season? Or in your life during this? You know, it's been like, God, this year, like <laughs> so much, like, you know, having work changes, right? Like having to morph, not knowing if I was going to get the space back. And I don't know if we even really talked about that story of like, you know, when I, when everything started to fall apart with Caliber last year and we had to like find some place, it was super important to me that I found somebody that would support this space. And so we made a decision based on that. And then, Caliber had a mass exodus. So their leasing department got backed up and basically they had been engaging with us a year ago and then they stopped. So it was a really like hard and scary time not knowing like where I was going to be, what was what was my future going to look like. And I tend to be a planner. So that was like really hard for me. And so this actually gave me something to focus on in the meantime, like something tangible. Right. And so we had set that first date of June 1st early on, probably like in March when we were like doing that first recording and then we're like, well, here's our plan. We're going to record and then go live. So we had that launch date of June 1st in our mind. And then on my birthday, mid-May, Caliber reached out and basically was like, you can have the space back June 1st. And it was like, while there's been really like challenges or hard times throughout the year, it's like the messages have always been really strong, like that we're going in the right direction. Things are, the world is writing itself. We're going, you know, things are going to work out right. You know, there's still a couple of situations like the market's still not back to where it should be. I mean, we see signs that it's going the right direction. Candace, my assistant, you know, like everything she's been through in last year has been like so hard. And just, I hope that we can come back together and like, again, the world can be right. So there's, there is a lot of hope in that area, but those things are all just really hard things to deal with, you know, and and knowing what other people in my life like Candace have had to go through this year, like even that carries like heavy on you. Then there's just been a lot of things in my personal life, right? That it's like, yeah. what do I want my life to look like moving forward? And there's been things the universe has like dropped in my lap that it's like, okay, well, I'm going to mix it up and you're going to have to deal with it. <laughs> but it's been like things that have taught me lessons, you know, about myself and and they've not, you know, it's like things are can be hard. But again, like I keep getting signs that it's like things are, although things are hard, like 
things always kind of turn out like they're supposed to, right, at the end. And sometimes, you know, things that you go through that are really difficult get you to where places that you couldn't imagine, you know, moving forward. So I don't feel like I'm there yet, (laughs) but maybe I'm on the way. I don't know. Yeah, that's, I don't know if that's a good summary or not, but that's kind of like. That's perfect. And each of these interactions and each of the things I'm taught, they just kind of like reiterate, like, I don't trust myself in decision making, which is interesting because I'm pretty decisive, actually, when I'm like looking at things all. But sometimes when it comes to like big decisions, like I don't fully trust myself and I look for external validation. So in some ways, like this podcast has given me like external validation that I need, even though I shouldn't need it. I should be able to just have the confidence to like know what I want and like move forward. But it has been very empowering for me. Well, I, I think that kind of goes into the next question of what's next for Soul Filler Diaries? Oh my gosh. Yeah, we got to talk about that. I think having a similar timeline as we had this year would be good. Running, you know, a June 1st to December 1st season, I think is good because I feel like what we did January through March was like brainstorming. And I feel like I need feedback. So listeners, if you have any feedback, I need feedback on more of what people liked and what they want or what they resonated with. And so I can take that time to really just like kind of envision what I want the next season to look like. But that being said, like I couldn't have imagined what the season would look like. So it's, I think it's more going to be like what people are supposed to come in, what messages are we supposed to get? Like, and so maybe that's it, just kind of like focusing on what sort of people do we need to bring in for next season? I was just trying to get confirmation there was a season two, but okay. you, you were well, way past I, hey, look that. Look at me. I'm like, uh, all, I'm all the way there. I didn't know if I would do a season two, like a season one just going to be, is this just something I needed for me? And it's just like, I'm going to do this one time thing. And it's during a time when, you know, mortgage is not strong. And so I have the capacity to do it. And, you know, find that growth. But I've had feedback that like people are saying like they want, they're like looking forward to season. I'm like, oh, I didn't even know for sure if we'd have a season two. But I do think, I do think I would like to. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. And you were telling me people were asking about like, hey, can I be on next season? Yeah. Yeah. People were like, I want to be, I want to be on. I'm like, oh, that's cool. So I just, yeah, if you want to be on next season, yeah, (laughs) reach out. Maybe, I mean, maybe out there somewhere, there's somebody that wants to connect or put their message out there. I mean, you, you literally had guests from all around the world on the season. I know. That's pretty (laughs) cool. Across the United States. You even had uh, Sidoni in here from France, France, which that was an honor to meet her. Hello, Sido, if you're listening. Yeah. (laughs) I, I feel like there definitely needs to be season two. Keep this going. Just. Yeah, I feel I, like people keep sharing it and just yeah. keeping watching it grow. I think it's I think it's so awesome. Yeah. And having even having Sidoni here, like how all that came out, like I think she was on my list almost all year. Right. But we mm-hmm. thought we'd do a remote session. And then I started thinking about it and I'm like, no, I miss her. And if we can get her out here and it was like the best, I might miss her so much now that she's gone. So but also in how that all happened. I think there were connections she made or things she learned. So I'd be like interested to hear her like come back and like revisit, you know. You just want an excuse to fly her back out here. (laughs) But like I think it helped her kind of get a better image of what she maybe wants or solidify like what she's looking for moving forward, which is kind of cool. So that's where I'm saying like I hope people that came on, they got some value from all of this as well. And 
So yeah, I do think, I mean, what do you think? Would you sign up? Would you work with me again? <laughs> yeah, let's go. No, this has been great. I, I've learned probably more than you have about the other side of things too, to just how do I make you and your guests sound as great as possible and mm-hmm. all the distribution and analytics backside of it. Mm-hmm. And then there's just, yeah, there's, there's a whole different world that I've been learning, which is awesome. And then podcasting, I think is still one of the fastest growing mediums right, right. now. So it, it, to me, it's helped me out immensely for my career where things I want to go and just kind of the knowledge and setting it up. And you've had some great guests, like still one of my favorite episodes, I think had to be D. That might just be because I spent so much time on that one to to really, it was just a great episode and just spending the time on there to really get it right and and tell that story. It was, it was well worth it. I, I I still think that was one of the coolest and hard hitting episodes that we really had. So Mm yeah. Yeah through season two. Let's go. Yeah, I know. And yeah, D's was great. I mean, they were all great. And then there's so many things we learned, even like the technical things you're talking about. Like, I think Stephanie was like, hey, check this thing out with a pod page and like all those little things that we learned. And I feel like if we do a season two, there's so much still to learn, like how we can cast the net wider. You know, I think you kind of pushed me to do more picture and video at the beginning of the season. I'm like, I don't want to feel like I'm pushing myself or like promoting myself. So I think I wanted to focus more on voice this season. But like, I think we could do more growth with bringing in more visual content, maybe figuring out how to like, how I transfer it more to YouTube, because I hear like YouTube podcast, you know, people listen to a lot of podcasts on YouTube, whether I want that to be with video or not. But I feel like there is a lot still to learn. That's exciting to me, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just, and I, I hope this connects and hits with the right folks that the next round of guests are just going to be, I know you have so many connections mm-hmm. already, like so much debt I owe to you, it was just helping me. But beyond that, seeing where else this can grow and I, I heard some of the other names and folks that people have connections to and it's just like this could be, it, this it could be big I know and it could be just like like I can't even imagine what it'll yeah. be like next season and I love that there's something about that like I'm a planner but at the same time like having that like this is like what will this bring you know Kate mentioned and I think in the last couple episodes we talked more about music so I do want I do mm. want to bring some I want to find a way to bring some more like music in or musical guests or something like that um like yeah yeah like good look at those things that like really resonate with me and that creates a whole different type of uh, learning i have to do with copyright laws oh really like yeah because we have to own any of the rights we publish so we'd either have to buy license any well and i don't mean like bringing in like songs okay just talking about like people okay okay people that are connected to music or, you know, maybe people that are connected more to travel or international, you know, some of the things that like, so like, that's kind of cool. Like the other soul, soul filling things for yeah, you. Yeah. And that's, I think another thing I've reflected back on. Okay. So we came up with this, you know, our opening line, you know, life is like a mountain trail with twists and turns, ups and downs and twists and turns. And I do think it's so funny because the one sentence in there that life, it's best when you follow the path best or best suited for you and find the beauty along the way. I do feel like, I do feel like we stuck to that theme. I sometimes wonder on my last sentence, you know, with healthier minds, bodies, wallets, I'm like, did we connect to all of those? And I think we did. I think we did do a good job of that. 
And sometimes I think I was like kind of focused on that. And that's maybe where the emotional part I like wasn't able to get there because I was like trying to check boxes. And so going into the next season, I think maybe just really going with heart and not worrying so much about like exactly how this is going to connect back to that tagline. But I think we did kind of tie into that theme. Though I think, yeah, that will stay the same moving forward. We'll see. I have a strange feeling once we hit January and start talking more and planning, it's you're already talking about the music and and some other stuff. And and I I think right, like that worked to get us started. And I just feel like you have such a different understanding of what this means to you. Yes. That that might evolve. And that's okay. Yeah, And that's okay. Change is okay. And I think the reason that is, is because it's like, did listeners find it soul filling? Did they listen to these and like, did they connect? Was it soul filling for them? What did I resonate with most that was soul filling? And you chase that more, you know, like, because the title itself, I think really needs to be the guide, the guiding light, you know, like what fills our souls. Yeah. Yeah. And that can change too. And that's okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, we're all learning, right? Yeah. Just getting better and learning. So from this experience, I don't even know who to, like, I'm this for just, audience that's listening that whether they want to start a new podcast or they just want to relearn who they are maybe what's your words of advice you know it's funny because I go back to what I say I don't do and that's trusting myself trust yourself like trust yourself trust the messages that you that internal dialogue and that can go like so far. And, you know, we talked a little bit about on my um, last episode with Kate about like kind of the, some of the mom guilt when you're not listening to yourself that I had. But I think that goes across life when you're kind of going against your own true north or your own compass, you feel out of out of line. And it's it's something physically I can feel right now. And now that I can get myself to that, you know, I have those the skill set or the tools to kind of find that inner peace and like what feels right really resonates and I can feel it physically. Right. So I think trust yourself, trust what is best for you. Trust where your life's going to go. Trust those thoughts or those dreams like trust them, like go after them. Because if you don't go after them, you'll never know, you know, like where your path could take you. Yeah. Sorry. I'm just thinking, I feel like we've used trust yourself as a, I don't know. I, I don't, (laughs) my curiosity is taking over. Hold on. I got to look real quick. Um, sorry, audience. We're going off the books here. I just, so let's go. If you go to soulfillerdiaries.com, then they're all like all your, there's be yourself, be yourself. Yeah. But not trust yourself. Okay. Yeah. And I think those are different things. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. Okay. All right. But it ties back into self. Okay. I do want to take a second and just like read. So if we go back, should I go from the front beginning or the end? Maybe go from the beginning and kind of just read off all the episodes. And I will do. I'm excited because when we did the initial launch, I did that reel with people's pictures. And I feel like I... Other than them being on the highlights on my Instagram, I, people don't get to really see them. Um, so I'll do another reel. So if you guys aren't feeling following Soul Filler Diaries on Instagram, go do so because you'll be able to kind of have that different connection with some of our guests. So the journey begins, right? That was our first one. Just start, find your people, quiet the noise, don't stop moving, be yourself, grow together. You can do this. Go with the flow. Be open. It's okay to suck. Listen to your heart. Um, 
And actually that one we changed the name of. It didn't update on pod, the pod page. Was Wendy's episode, be brave enough to yes. listen to your heart. Don't be ashamed of your story. Always listen to what's good for you. Power of the pause and trust yourself. When you look at that, that's also like, that could be like business planning, not even like personal or personal growth. But like if you're starting something, this could be like just really a good plan. Um, business, plan. business plan. Yeah. Take the time. Start. Just start. Find the right people. Take the time to like really, I think quiet the noise comes into like finding the time to like, listen, that's kind of what we did January through. That's where you did do the brainstorming, the formatting, what you want everything to look like. And then you just start moving and you don't stop <laughs> and try to stay who you are. Make sure that as a team, you're growing together. You know, you can do this. Things aren't always easy. So that that like lifting you up or keeping you going, go with the flow, be flexible in all of that. Be open. Yeah, I think it all kind of keeps us going on that true north of what our yeah vision is or what we want to achieve. So that's kind of cool. I hadn't looked at it that way before. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and one of the jokes before we wrap this up, one of the jokes that the audience probably never knew is, uh, was, uh, I always, it was like goal is to make Brandy cry. Cause when we <laughs> first started talking about this, she's like, Oh, I'm I probably was... going to cry all the time. And she was all like, every time we met and talked about this, she was so emotional. But there was like two episodes up to this point, I think where you've actually like got really vulnerable. Yeah. I, I would, you know, and I think I was in that space where I kind of didn't know what was happening. Actually, I kind of got really depressed right in the spring. And in that, like, it was definitely more vulnerable. And that's when I was kind of talking about one of the challenges is getting back to that place where I just felt open. Because sometimes like you get busy and then you get, you know, you just start going and you're not fully open and vulnerable. So yeah, I think as the the season has gone on, it's really this in the second half that I've become more vulnerable again. Yes. And I need to make sure we've already reached my goal for today. But um, I I did do one last thing because we talk so much about how much this has meant to you. Yeah. But there might be a few other people that want to weigh in and and tell you how much this has meant for them and seeing you go through this. So I have a few messages here. It's just on my phone. And then here we go. So it's just through my phone. Hopefully you can hear it well enough. Okay. Hey, Brindy. It's Sido. Oh my gosh. Well, I want to say how much this podcast means and how thankful I am for the fact that you are doing this and that you invited me as well, but how meaningful it is to hear all these discussions, all those intuitions and emotions you share with people. It's so important and you are just like bringing something we need in everyday life that it's harder and harder to show. So thank you so much for bringing that up and to help just everyone by sharing those things. Like, keep going and thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, Hi, I'm Alyssa. I'm Brandy's oldest daughter. And I just wanted to leave a little message saying how (laughs) exciting it has been seeing my mom take her passion for connecting with the community that surrounds her and turn it into this really exciting project. And listening to the podcast, I have learned so much about so many different things. And I think it's just really exciting. And I'm really proud of my mom. So thanks, Brandy. (laughs) Hi, mom. I just wanted to say I think it's really cool 
that you did this whole podcast thing and like for finishing up the first season. I think it's pretty cool. I know you've had a lot of fun with it. And I've seen how happy it makes you to be able to connect with people when doing it. And I'm just really happy for you that you got to do it. So, yay. Congrats. <laughs> okay. Those of you that have teenagers, like, that really, I mean, all those messages obviously made me cry. Like, but having Brooklyn say that, like, that is, like, so powerful because she she doesn't always, like, share with me. And so it's, like... The fact that she could see me through that, like, is really special to me. Sido's message, of course, and Alyssa, like, just that they support is, like, really, really cool. Well, and that's why I did it, and it was kind of last minute, so that's why you don't have Aww. more people on that list. But I thought those were, were three that would really important for you to remember that you've talked about so much the growth you've had, but don't lose sight of the impact that I, know. Well, I wanted you to know the impact that you had on other people too okay and so sometimes like the cool thing too is like those guys know no they've lived with me all their lives except for Sido she just lived with me for a, a year in in a couple in a month or something like that um at a different time but sometimes I'm like really hard on myself as far as like I don't feel like I'm a great mom or I don't feel in like oh I guess I did okay because look at these great kids these beautiful people that they love me. <laughs> yeah. No. And and I, I, I love Brooklyn's message of just how she can see how happy this whole project yeah. has made you. Yeah. So, yeah, it was. I'm glad I could get you those messages. Oh, and Thank you. And share that. I figured that was kind of a nice way to end this yes. episode <laughs> and to end season one. And um, thank you to all of you for sharing those messages with me. I mean, it really does mean a lot. So. Any other feedback that listeners have as far as like what you want to see moving forward or what really you connected with will help us define what we do maybe moving forward. But thank you. Thank you. Because, yeah, that really means so much. And thank you, Trent, for taking the time to do that and connecting with my kids. It's, it is kind of a joke. We were supposed to have an episode in this season called It's Tricky with my kids because <laughs> we thought we'd come in here and with schedules and everything, it just didn't turn out. But, you know. Maybe we'll have to rein Caden in next season somehow, too. <laughs> yeah. So I want to ask you, too, what was your favorite and your hardest part of the season? My favorite, like it, it sounds generic and probably the cop-out answer, but honestly, all the connections and people we got to meet, mm -hmm. like literally everyone, it, it was such an honor to meet and talk with them. And some of them I've had the honor to keep kind of in contact with and run into here and there and just have great conversations and never really knowing most of them until I met you. Mm -hmm. So it, it's been great to have that connection and those relationships. And I think the most challenging part has been, honestly, Brandy, you made it so easy. No. <laughs> it's not like there was anything that, that challenging. You you put in so much of the work with scheduling and everything. For me, it, it <laughs> the most challenging part for me was my me and my undiagnosed ADHD trying to stay focused for a couple hours to edit everything. Well, and I don't I don't even think it's thought it's that you you've been trying to define what your path looks like. You have your feelers out in so many areas, right? So like for me, I see like, okay, Trent's like, okay, where am I, you know, where do I need to prioritize my time moving forward? Do you think you've been able to hone in a little bit on like what you want to keep and what you want to go as you get you let go as you get busier? Yeah, I think we're developing that. But yeah. Uh, discussion for another time this is all about you brandy today I, we don't need to go into those details yes i'm figuring out my business and, and i'm getting there but well i think i just i do want to promote what you're doing though because it's 
I mean, we're here because of you. So I want to see, I want to promote, promote the growth for you and Sheila and where your path goes from here as well. Yeah. And I mean, for me, it's all about this. It's really telling people's stories, whether it's through their brand and logo, visual identity of their Mm -hmm. company or through a podcast or video, whatever it is, is how do we properly tell those stories that we all have, right? right? But how do you make it so that folks will care and pay attention and people get what they want out of those right. stories, right? Like you're just here telling your story. I've maybe gave you a little more structure to keep us moving, but some mm-hmm. other projects it's like. And I think also just maybe it's just to remember, you know, that we're all human and, you know, like I'm hoping that people will be able to connect and like even you and Sheila, like go like, okay, like what I'm feeling or what I'm experiencing is totally normal, right? I like to say a perfectly imperfect, you know, like we're where we're at for a reason and where we go from here, we're in control of. So, yeah, so much gratitude, Trent. I words can't even put into the gratitude I have for you. Well, this has been so great. So listeners, trust yourself and where you go from here. And hopefully we'll see you soon for season two of Soul Filler Diaries. Soul Filler Diaries, hosted by Brandy Hecker, produced by Red Trucks.